All right, so last we talked, it was um, about the wedding and that how it went. Um, it was great. It was really great. And then we went um, out east towards Montauk for um, our first part of our honeymoon. And, you know, we did some, you know, we went to some antique shops and, and then went just way out there just for a couple of days we were there was really sweet and, and nice and I think that's why we really very you know felt really good about going out there um and then we went to Florida to Disney World um that was um really fun I mean to go with just him and and I it was it was really fun um we did all, you know, we, we went all over the place there. I mean, we had a good time. Um, and then when we got back, um, let's see, we were, went to an, uh, apartment that was on Bobolink, I think. I think it was Bobolink Lane or Road. I can't remember. Um, so we, you know, I mean, if I say some of this stuff, couple times and you've already heard it I'm sorry just you know sometimes my memory does not go very well <laughs> um let's see you know I'm time goes by and we're having a great time and then um I uh, get pregnant <laughs> and um I think it was in December was when we um, realized that we were pregnant. We told everybody. And um, um, at that time, I was working in a daycare. And everyone was like, oh, you're going to have a girl. So, um, you know, we didn't we didn't want to know in the uh, sonogram. We, we wanted to be surprised. But um, I accidentally found out. And um, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell Pat. I kept it away from him because I didn't want to spoil it for him but um I knew and um I don't think I told anybody I think I kept it to myself and that's not easy (laughs) it really isn't easy but um the day Patrick was born my son Patrick Nestor Patrick Joseph Nestor the third was born September 7th 1994, I think. Yes. <laughs> it's terrible. Because we got married in 93, so I, I don't go. My memory told you it's not that good. Um, but the day he was born was just. I. I fell in love all over again. All three of my boys are my loves. They remind me of my husband everything they do is it brings to a memory of um you know things that we've done in the past or things that um we've um you know just hearing him talk on the phone i hear all of them talk it's it's like i'm hearing him all over again and it you know sometimes it makes me very sad because I miss him. 
but for the most part, it makes me happy to hear him in them. So I, you know, it's like I'm talking to him all over again. But, you know, I'm not really talking. I'm, I'm up here talking to myself. <laughs> Always. Um, but uh, listening to them when they're in the living room together is just really very nice. Makes me happy. So, let's see. Um, hmm. After the three uh, boys are born, I mean... Obviously, you know, Patrick, Joseph, Nestor III was the first born. And then Tyler Edwin Nestor, he likes to be called 10, was born um, December 5th, 1997. And um, he was a tough one. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, you know, they, the doctor was telling me they were estimating his weight at 10 pounds. And I was like, what? And I had an umbilical hernia at the time. So that was a challenge. That was a really tough challenge. And um, it hurt a lot. Um, so what happened was, my love, he went and tried to bribe the doctor about um, getting, you know, having me go sooner rather than later. Because originally... Uh, Ty was supposed to be born in November and instead he was two weeks late. Yes, I said that two weeks. Doctor wouldn't do anything. Jerk. Um, so we ended up, you know, waiting till it was that time and then they induced labor because, um, you know, it was cooking for too long. <laughs> so they induced labor and he came out and he was nine pounds, 22 inches long. That's a linebacker right there. But, um, he was, he was, he was fine. He's big boy, but he was good. It was all good. I, I didn't have, I did not have a C-section. I get, you know, he was fine. Um, gave birth and, um, so, and then that year I had, uh, after I had him, I had my umbilical hernia repaired and I wasn't allowed to, to pick him up. I'd have to have him given to me while I'm sitting down. <laughs> wasn't allowed to do anything. So, but that was that. And then Alex, oh, my last baby, my sweet baby. All of my babies are sweet. They were just wonderful. Um, that's when I knew I had protein S deficiency, a blood disorder, a clotting disorder, which is not safe for me at all. Um, so, um... I, I was fine. I mean, he, um, I was, the medicine I was on was not good. Um, Lovenox, I get, you know, would have to give me a shot. I think it was three times a day. And, um, 
I turned, it turned out that I was very allergic to, um, that. And it was a huge rash on my leg. I mean, it was gigantic. Um, so doctors are like, okay, let's try, um, let's try heparin, the heparin pump. So they inserted a catheter into my stomach and I had this little pump that I had to carry around like a little pocketbook. Um, and then I ended up with a rash on my stomach. I was allergic to that too because, well, I didn't know this, but Lovenox is a derivative of heparin. No idea. Sorry. And, um, I'm like, all right, fine. So, um, they said, well, then the baby, we're going to have to do an amnio to see how well the baby's lungs have progressed. Cause that's what they really wait for. Cause that's like the last thing that develops. Um, and they had to make sure that it was okay for the baby to bo be born. Um, so we, um, we did the amnio and turns out that the lungs were like 99.9%, .9%, um, or was it 99.3? It was, I know it was like just below the, um, the good, under good number. And, um, they're like, well, we can induce labor, but you know, there's chance that it may not go through. And I'm like, oh, it's going to go because I want him out to be, and I want to be safe. I don't want to. I don't want anything to happen, you know, to either one of us. So, um, so, you know, we made an appointment to get an induced labor and, uh, I went into the hospital. Um, my mom uh, was up from Florida. Um, and Pat, he was sitting next to me. Mom was sitting next to me. While, you know, they were starting to induce labor, um, I had to have these um, compression um, things on my legs to help keep my circulation going. Because if there was a blood clot, they didn't want that, you know, to <laughs> interfere with anything. So they didn't want to create any blood clots. So that's basically why they had the um, socks. Well, I guess they're not socks. They were just compression thing that they attached velcro with on my legs both legs so um when um they gave me i think it was pertosin um to start labor and uh but they had to break my water first that was not fun i could tell you that um so we uh um, I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. Um, so when he was ready, you know, the doctor was ready to, um, start, you know, the proceedings of labor, um, Pat fell asleep. <laughs> he, um, was just laying, like this chair, like, was like a recliner, but it went back all the way and he just fell asleep in the chair. So my mom sat next to me, next to me and stayed with me while Alex was being born. Um, uh, I have to say it was the most easy delivery because Patrick was eight 
and a half pounds. I think it was 19 inches. 18 inches. I think 18. He was a little chubster. Um, but Alex was 7 pounds, 14 ounces. Holy cow. He came flying out of me. I can tell you that. He was the easiest delivery. So tiny and so beautiful. Uh, I couldn't wait to meet him. But uh, that was, you know, that's our family. My husband and my three sons. It was the best. Absolutely the best. Having all of us together. Lovely, really lovely. You know, I mean, as families go, we were punching on just as anything, you know, doing what we needed to do. Um, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't come out of the hospital, though, you know, at that time, uh, because my blood level was not um, good enough for me to leave the hospital. So my um, darling husband, after he, you know, found out that he was starting to get sick, he couldn't come up to into the hospital to see me. Um, so one of the nurses or nurse's aides, she had to take Alex downstairs to him and put him in the car. Um, that was the worst thing I could imagine was someone taking my baby away. <clears throat> he, uh, I cried. I, I cried and cried. Um, I just uh, didn't like it at all. Someone taking my baby away from me. So, you know, when she got downstairs, she gave him everything that was underneath the bassinet. And I mean everything. So it was pretty awesome. It was really nice of her. She felt really bad about taking him out of my arms. <clears throat> so I was still in the hospital. He went home. Um, turned out that Pat was running a fever. It was very sick. My mom, um, she decided to stay longer uh, in New York because uh, I was in the hospital. And Pat was very sick and nobody could take care of him. So, uh, take care of Alex. So she stayed and took care of him. I was very fortunate to have her do that. Um, you know, I felt bad that uh, Pat couldn't be, you know, be able to do it. But um, he, was, he was sick. He was running a fever and he needed to stay away from the baby and everyone else, basically. Um, yeah, Pat and Ty were like, uh, <laughs> very funny. They, um, they were very cute <laughs> with this, you know, when they, I got home <clears throat> and I was finally able to go home, um, Ty came over and he's like, okay, um, he's been here long enough. Can we send him back? And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> he stays here. He didn't like that answer. But we found out that Ty um, had autism. Um, and uh, 
definitely explained a lot of things that was going on with him. So, um, we had, you know, we, we did what we had to do to, um, we learned about autism and we, um, went along guidelines from that, but we also treated him like we treated our other son, but with a little tweak in it, you know, because you have to, you can't just, um, just treat him as special. You have to give, um, a little normalcy to him, even though he doesn't understand it, he will one day. So he did. And he's, he's 22 now and he's very smart. He has his, his problems here and there, but he handles them, um, so much better than I thought he would. And I'm, I'm really glad. So, um, I'm going to step, you know, back it up a little bit when, um, when Tyler was born, um, we had this, um, cradle, it's a family, I guess heirloom, you could say, and, um, had that in the living room because, um, you know, I wanted to put the baby down somewhere. I just didn't want to put him down anywhere. So I put him in there and I was. I was a little afraid um, beforehand. I was afraid Patrick was not going to be okay with it. And he was going to shake it. Because that's what he was doing. <laughs> when, you know, before the baby got in there. So, like, uh, what do we do? We got a doll for him. Which, you know, we had to do something. You know, we spoke to somebody about it. And he, they suggested getting him his own doll. So he could take care of the baby. Um, it did okay. Um, you know, it helped. Because when Ty came home and was in the cradle, he didn't shake it at all. It was very nice. You know, he did nice with the baby. I mean, he was... How old was he? Oh, yay, yay, Um, and he was three years old. So, of course, that's going to be um, an impact on him. <clears throat> Wait. No, he's four. Three. Four. Ninety-four. No, it is three. All right, I'm sorry. I'm really losing my marbles here. Um, and if anybody finds my marbles, don't give them back. Okay? I'd just rather they didn't come back. Um, just, you know, a little craziness, never hurt anybody. So, um, we, um, around that time was a little bit of a difficult time for us. Um, we, um, I found out that he was hiding things from me and, um, he didn't cheat on me, but he almost did. He kind of cheated with a picture, a naked picture of a woman um, that he had. It was from someone, some woman in California that he became friends with online on the computer. And I, I did a lot of snooping. I became very good at snooping. Um, I um, went through his briefcase when he was um, somewhere else. I, I don't know where he was. I think he was in the bathroom. And... um. 
I went through things there and I, I got into his computer and was looking at um, uh, some of his emails and we had a long discussion about this and I kicked him out of the house. Um, <clears throat> made me cry because um, I asked him why. And he said it was something new. And I said, no, that's not right. I'm the something new. Even though we have two children, I'm the person you should be with like this. Not, you know, talking the way you're talking to this, this woman and this, th those pictures. So I kicked him out of the house. I think I only kicked him out for about two weeks. Maybe it was a little more. It might have been a little more. Um, he came in and we were talking and I said, I don't want this to be like this. I told him I loved him very much. He said he loved me very much. So I said, um, it's either the computer or me. He chose me. Well, and the boys. So <clears throat> that was the end of that. And he was also seeing somebody, a what married woman. I'm not going to name names. Um, but uh, she's a real bitch. And... Um, she was saying things in the email saying that um, I'm going to treat you better than your wife ever could or something like that. When I come into New York, we should get a, a, a room at a hotel and, you know, really do what we want to do, whatever. And I had mentioned that to him, too, that, that I don't care. She comes by and she needs help. She is not to be allowed in our house or anywhere near us and he is not to talk to her ever again um, for the most part I think he did that of course you know I can't say for exact <clears throat> so but he he didn't want to lose me he was afraid he was going to lose the boys too but I couldn't do that you know it's it's important for boys to have their father. So, um, we went forward. We, I think, um, we did a lot of talking to each other. You know, our sex life was not the best because I was a little, um, um, I was afraid of the things he wanted to do. And, um, you know, it took a lot of talking and a lot of me, you know, really listening to what he wanted. And he had to listen to what I wanted. And we worked things out and things got better. I have to say, I, I was very happy with the fact that, we're do you know, we were doing better. <clears throat> so, anyways... Going forward, we were starting to have a really wonderful relationship. We started talking more and more. Our sex life became amazing. And we really, we loved each other so much. 
Okay. I think we're going to start to wrap this up. I miss him. So much. My heart is so broken. That he's no longer with us. Well, everyone have a wonderful day, even though we're on tornado watch. And that uh, is part of a hurricane coming towards us. So we're going to get a lot of wind, rain, and, you know, whatever. And hopefully no damage to the house and everything. Or pool or whatever. All right. Well, everybody have a nice day. And I hope to talk to everybody soon. All righty then. Okay. Um, We're out.